COVID protest in China caused stocks to take a tumble after a good holiday week. Plus, consumer spending shows continued strength with online Black Friday sales and another crypto firm files for bankruptcy. Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment, where we provide financial information on topics such as investing, insurance, financial planning, and everything related to your money. A quick reminder that the hosts of the show are employees of Mach 1 Financial Group. This podcast is for informational purposes only, and nothing said in the show should be taken as investment advice. Employees and clients of Mach 1 Financial Group may maintain positions in the securities or strategies discussed. Be sure to subscribe to our show so you never miss an episode. Also, follow us on all of our social media platforms. We are Mach 1 Financial Group on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment, episode 129. I'm Lee Mackey, along with Eli Freeman. After ending the holiday week on a positive note, the markets have taken a small dip today, Monday. That's after protests erupted over the weekend in China over new COVID restrictions. There had been hopes that restrictions were going to begin easing soon in China. But three COVID deaths over the weekend has prompted the government to increase control at the local level. Also to keep in mind, China is the world's second largest economy behind here in the U.S. Oil prices have fallen as China is the world's largest crude importer. Companies with big production facilities in China have also seen their stock prices fall. For example, Apple has lost almost 2% after Bloomberg reported that unrest at a factory in China could mean 6 million fewer iPhones being produced this year. Eli, let's uh, begin our discussion today with talking about Black Friday sales. A positive start to the holiday shopping season, online shopping for Black Friday set a record with consumers spending almost $9.2 billion dollars. Online sales were up 2.3% year over year, but some think we may see strong consumer spending this holiday season, followed by a pullback early next year. Here's CNBC speaking with BMO Family Office. Consumers overall seem to be doing okay, but that shift in spending towards services over goods really seems to have taken hold, and inflation is clearly on everybody's mind, too. We think there's some level of almost revenge spending where people are trying to spend on others, they're trying to engage in trips and experiences and things like that. But we'll see how that carries over into January when those credit card bills start hitting because we know a lot of people have half their savings moving into credit cards. And so when credit cards hit and most likely higher energy bills than last year as well, it could be a softer early start to the year, at least psychologically. Um, Eli, I saw also today that they're expecting Cyber Monday sales to also set a record. Um, I saw something this morning. They're expecting $12 billion in sales um, online today. So you combine, you know, $12 billion today, nine-something billion on Friday, not taking into account everything that was spent over the weekend. And, you know, the consumer is pretty strong still. And it's interesting to see because we've begin to see – when you look at cash in America, how, how many people are holding cash? It's going down because of inflation, especially on the, the lower income levels. They're they're starting to take out more credit card debt. I, I'll be interested to see if credit card debt levels go sky high 
after this weekend, just from all of the spending that comes from from this Black Friday into the Cyber Monday, how much of this is from people's cash accounts or how much of this is just pure debt that people are putting themselves into. But nonetheless, it is a lot of money being thrown into the economy. You know, it is a lot of money. And, you know, you know, part of the reason why inflation is it's still high is because a lot of money was juiced into the system over, you know, two, two and a half years during COVID. You know, I would have thought that a lot of that had already been spent. Um, it, but it will be interesting to see, you know, or it does, does the nation's debt level go up because mm -hmm. of, uh, because of this? Um, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. It's, it's almost good and bad at the same time. Good because companies are going to receive revenue from this, but the, the bad is we have more cash being thrown into the economy, which, which could in turn not help with inflation. It well, and I think it's going to be interesting too, is, you know, a lot of people got pay raises during COVID, mm -hmm. you know, the, the average hourly workers at, you know, most fast food restaurants are $15 an hour and up. And, and, you know, when you annualize that out, you know, that's a, a decent salary for, you know, 18 year olds and 22 year olds. And, and so, you know, how much of, how much of this continued strong consumer spending is as a result of savings over the past three years, mm -hmm. or is it everybody's making a little more money? I mean, it'll be interesting to see. It's good that people are making more money, but if, if everything that we're spending our money on keeps getting more expensive, it really is just a wash your, your real rates of return on your income. It, it doesn't matter. You know, and I think it'll it, it'll be interesting to see if, if online sales, if this Christmas season, if retail sales are as strong as many are projecting, what impact does that have on what the Fed's going to do here in a couple of weeks with their next, <laughs> the rates or their guidance? I mean, it's, you know, it's demand and supply and mm -hmm. um, so it'll be interesting I, to see. I think the Fed is just going to continue the story that they've already set teed up, which is they are set on bringing down inflation. If they don't see inflation going down, then they're going to keep hiking rates it, until we start, which we already saw the, the recent inflation report was down. The market soared because of that, because we're all hoping that the federal reserve will start slowing that, that rate hikes, the rate hikes that they do. That and, and I think that the data that is continuing to come in supports that slowing. Um, one of the reasons that, you know, the market did fairly well last week in the holiday shortened trading week was that the minutes were released from, you know, last or November's uh, Fed tightening and or the Fed meeting. And the comments were that mostly in favor of slowing down the rate increases. And so, you know, w most people are expecting a 50 basis point hike in December. Um, anything more than that, I think will, you know, cause some turmoil in the, in the stock market, anything less than that. Um, or if it comes in at 50 and then there's some decent guidance, some decent comments going forward, you could see a, a rally into the end of the year, you know, that might give us the, you know, the so-called Santa Claus rally. So, you know, who knows? Remains yeah. to be seen. I, I know I got my Christmas shopping done through the Black Friday and Cyber Monday. My, my wife, Mary Grace, and I, we both finished all of our Christmas shopping. Well, you're, you're a better person than I. <laughs> if you plan ahead, you might be able to get some of those discounts. We're, we're part of that $12 billion of spending. There you go. 
Another uh, news story that continues to uh, kind of send shockwaves through the, the business community is another um, cryptocurrency bankruptcy. Oh, um, crypto firm BlockFi has now filed for bankruptcy. This is part of the fallout from the collapse of the exchange platform FTX, which we talked about uh, last week or in the last couple of weeks. BlockFi was one of a handful of companies that FTX had bailed out in recent months. BlockFi has now halted withdrawals and has paused all platform activities. So once again, you know, we, we, we do not sell crypto. Mm-hmm. Um, most of our clients, if not all, do not own crypto. Um, but, you know, it, it's been popular. Mm-hmm. Um, Bitcoin being the most popular um, form of cryptocurrency. Um, it's, it's been a tough year for mm-hmm. anybody associated with, with that industry. Well, I, just a side note. On this, I went to the dry cleaners the other day, Liam, and they had they had an ATM machine for Bitcoin where you can put in cash, buy Bitcoin. Bitcoin on the ATM machine, you could buy it at $23,000. I pulled it up, what the value of Bitcoin was that day. It was $16,000. Wow. So already, as soon as you purchased it there, I was so mad. Of course, the, the dry cleaner clerk she didn't care that i was that i was mad about that but walking in there thinking how are people putting their money into something like this where as soon as they buy it the spread on that mm-hmm. is costing them thousands of dollars immediately yeah i mean i was i was so upset yeah but seeing all these companies back to back to what we're really talking about today seeing all of these companies as an extension of ftx we're probably going to see more yeah. than than just BlockFi. I know Coinbase. I was I was thinking that maybe Coinbase would see an a, an increase in the stock market because people take their money from FTX, maybe move it over to Coinbase. But that's not happening. You know, two two things that were interesting last week I, I saw and read was one we're, we're going to continue to see this happen until it becomes a regulated industry. Mm-hmm. It is not regulated, hence why most investment firms cannot sell and trade in yes. the in the currency. So until there's regulation, until the government, until the SEC comes in and regulates the industry, you're you're gonna continue to see this. Yeah. And number two, the FTX CEO and founder came out last week and apologized. Basically he's fallen on his sword and saying that you know, he screwed up. He messed up. He didn't have oversight. Did, did he do this from his beach house? I, I think he did it from his beach house <laughs> in, you know, the Caymans or wherever he is. But, um, you know, a lot of people have lost a lot of money. Yeah. Um, lawsuits are beginning to, you know, pop up. So we haven't heard the end of this, uh-huh. but that's the, all we'll say about it well, today unless you want to add one the, more thing. One, one more thing. The nice the nice part about Bitcoin going down like what it, it is currently is it's not a structural problem to our economy. Absolutely. Correct. It's, we we may see this bubble burst, but just because Bitcoin is bursting doesn't mean that something is wrong with our economy. Correct. Correct. It's not the real estate market crashing. Yeah. It's it's a very different story. You know, this China situation that's really cropped up last week, um, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. You, you know, just to give people a little backstory, China has been the most restrictive probably of a country with regard to their COVID mm-hmm. restrictions and regulations, um, where, you know, if they find one or two cases, I mean, they shut down entire city blocks, entire cities. I saw um, last week on the news where a, an apartment complex, I mean, a big apartment complex, 
they had one case and they were showing them boarding up um, people in hazmat suits were boarding up, basically not allowing anyone to leave. People in hazmat suits. I mean, it's very restrictive. And so last week what occurred was, you know, they had a couple cases in the region where Apple has their large iPhone factory Mm -hmm. and they've not only shut down the city, but they've shut down this factory. And so, you know, Apple is not going to be able to be making or producing as many iPhones um, as they would normally, and especially at a mm-hmm. holiday season where that's such a big part of Apple's, you know, Christmas season. I I went to a conference, it was a couple weeks ago, and, and they spoke at least briefly on the effects of COVID here in America. So this is reports from the CDC, and 96% of the deaths here in America have come from the population over 50, meaning that almost every death is someone that is really 60 plus. If you start looking at the dive into the numbers, it's 60, 70 plus accounts for most of the deaths. And that's not to say the COVID is not to be trifled with. I mean, it's, it's affected family, friends of mine, but it really is. It's the people who are already at risk. It's the the older generation. And that's, you see the whole economy shut down because of one person in a population of I don't know how, how many people. Billions. <laughs> China's huge. It, it's just, it's hard to see. You know, I saw a headline this morning as we kind of wrap this discussion up on China is that it's almost a threat to, you know, their communistic state. Mm-hmm. You know, the government tells the people what to do, when to do, where to do it. And now you're having tens of thousands of Chinese citizens throughout the country protesting and marching and calling on the president's, you know, calling for his resignation, things that we haven't seen in China in a long, long time. Um, I don't know what the government's response to this is going to be. It is causing our markets to go down a little bit today. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, nothing, nothing big, you know, it, but right now the markets don't need a big reason to go down, especially after a good couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, see if it, continues to affect world markets or if we can kind of look at it as an isolated incident and and then we continue you know some of the positive momentum we've had over the last couple of weeks let's hope to continue you know um as we kind of come to the end of of this podcast you know i'd, I'd be remiss if we didn't review back you know last week was thanksgiving mm-hmm. um i'm sure like many of our listeners we enjoyed you know time with family with friends you know, food, football, um, and just maybe some downtime. You apparently did some shopping. Um, but, you know, it, it is something that, you know, we are coming into the final few weeks of the year, which is very, very hard to believe. Um, but any any comments you'd like to make? Um, have you ever been to Silver Dollar City? I have. When they have the Christmas lights? Yes. So we went, it was Friday night. We went, It was I think it was the first night that they were doing the Christmas lights. I could not believe what it was like it was shoulder to shoulder you could not walk through the park it was horrible yeah we've you know we've had season tickets for several years and partly because we wanted to be able to take family and friends during the holiday season to go to their their lights it's it's pretty spectacular if you haven't been the light show is it was amazing it's good as once i stood on my stool to see over everyone that was right next to me but yeah Holiday season is a sweet time to to get together with family. All right. As we end this podcast, we always like to end these with uh, a thought of the day. This week's thought of the day is from Zig Ziglar. 
who I like. I've got to hear speak a couple times. His quote, positive thinking will let you do everything better than negative thinking will. I like that. Positive thinking will let you do everything better than negative thinking will. All right, Eli, it's a good start to the week. Mm-hmm. We're, we're uh, fighting off the effects of turkey and dressing, and <laughs> I'm, I'm done with leftovers. All right, thanks, everyone, for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope that you will join us on next week's Mach 1 Market Moment. Mach 1 Financial Group, LLC, Mach 1, is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in Bentonville, Arkansas. Mach 1 may only transact business in those states in which it maintains a notice filing or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The information presented is the sole opinion of the speaker and is not meant to be investment advice. Mach 1 does not provide tax or legal advice. You should speak to your tax or legal advisor regarding your specific situation. For full disclosures, please visit Mach1Financial.com disclosures.